Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills, getting ready for week three of the NFL slate. And of course, Buffalo traveling down to Miami to take on the 2-0 Dolphins. I think as we look at this matchup, there's been a lot of hype kind of building up to this matchup this week. Not so much from the fan bases. I mean, of course, anticipation, right? It's Miami week. So this is this is a big week on the calendar each and every year. But I think when you talk about it from a national perspective, you've got two undefeated teams, albeit just two weeks into the season. So let's, you know, when you talk about the undefeated narrative might be a little bit little bit early for for some of that, but certainly should be an exciting matchup on Sunday between these two teams. Um, if you haven't noticed already, kind of losing my voice a little bit here. So uh, bear with me and I apologize for that as we get through this episode. Might be a little bit of an abbreviated version, but I appreciate your patience as we uh, as we get you ready for week three. A friendly reminder that Breaking Buffalo Rumblings is sponsored by our friends at homage.com. Honestly, guys, the softest Bills t-shirts on the planet. And I just got the new uh, Bills throwback hoodie I was talking to you about last week. It is the softest sweatshirt I own. And just in time, uh, it's like 45 degrees out each morning. And when I'm getting ready to walk the dog, I'm always sporting different Buffalo Bills gear. And this one came uh, came just in time. So all the info on how you can get your own in the show notes, in the article, and of course on my Twitter account, at Anth Marino. Now, I was talking to some of my buddies the other day, and they were like, listen, what is the thing that the Bills are going to need to do on Sunday to get this win? Like, you, you talk about the, the injury to Dane Jackson, and is it the rookie cornerbacks? They were talking about Micah Hyde. You know, at the time, he hadn't officially been ruled out yet. You know, what are they going to do about safety? Now, of course, we don't know if Jordan Poyer will be playing or not. Ed Oliver out. Jordan Phillips out. Like, there could be a lot of things where you could really point the needle, let's say, at, at guys that will be, you know, getting that call up. Maybe some of the practice squad guys that will be filling some, some holes or, you know, thinking of some reserves like Jaquan Johnson and DeMar Hamlin who could both, you know, be seen plenty of time, if not all the time, uh, at safety on Sunday. But but really for me, while, of course, you know, you can look at those things and you can talk about it, the most important thing for this game on Sunday is going to be the play of the Buffalo Bills defensive ends. And I think even if the team was healthy or whatever it is, that is the piece I'm going to be most focused on. And I feel this because I've seen it in the past. And listen, you guys know, I'm not one. I don't go back. I don't evaluate the film. I'm not breaking down these things. But I'm just talking about, like, watching the game, right? And when the Bills have gotten under Tua Tagovailoa's skin in the past, while other teams have, it has been when the defensive ends have created pressure, have gotten contact on him early in the game, and made him uncomfortable. 
You can make him a little bit jittery. And again, listen, I get it. He's got greater weapons around him now than he's had in the past. Totally understandable, right, from that. But I think when you look at this type of a situation, when you talk about Gregory Rousseau, Von Miller, Boogie Basham, A.J. Epinesa, and Shaq Lawson, if he is active on Sunday, those are the five guys that can be such a key to what can take place and getting to him early and often. We know that the Dolphins' offensive line is a little bit suspect, right? I don't even know if Toronto Armstead will play on Sunday, you know, that type of question. But but this is when you look at their their offensive line and what the Bills have been able to do to them in the past. Again, I get it. New players, new coaching staff, whatever it may be. But right, sometimes that momentum just carries. And if that front four, and specifically those two defensive ends, can do what we saw them do against the Los Angeles Rams, I think the Buffalo Bills defense can be okay. And when we talk about so many of these injuries that the Bills are facing, potentially facing on Sunday, right? I hope Tim Settle will be back again to get some some good time at defensive tackle and fill the void that we would be seeing uh, with Ed Oliver being out and Jordan Phillips being out. But these defensive ends have been off to a fantastic start. And if that can carry over on Sunday, I think you can see a domino effect of positivity for the remainder of the defense. You know, probably to an extent, I should be talking more about Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds and how key those guys are and how well, in my estimation, they have been playing early. Maybe sometimes we take them for granted a little bit just because they're they're so solid. They do such a good job. You know, they're playing the majority of the snaps at all times, and they just continue to get things done. But for me on Sunday, it has to be the defensive ends. Even when I look at what these guys have done so far, right? Von Miller with those two sacks in the first game, four tackles for loss on the season so far. Gregory Rousseau. Two sacks, three tackles for loss. A.J. Epinesa, one and a half and one. And Boogie Basham with one sack. And, of course, the big interception in the open. So as we go through with all of it, those four guys I am keyed in on. And, again, like I said, if Shaq Lawson is active, Gregory Rousseau, a bit of a homecoming for him going back to Miami, a sack in back-to-back games. Let's see what he can continue to do. Uh, But to me, that is the key. That's going to be the key for success on the Bills' defensive side of the ball. And honesty, as I look at it, uh, of course, I hope Gabe Davis is back for the offense. And let's see if the Dolphins can stop the Bills' offense. Uh, They have certainly been a juggernaut through two weeks, minus the turnovers against the Rams. And if the Bills can move the ball with ease, maybe make the uh, Dolphins a little bit one-dimensional, allow those defensive ends to pin their ears back and just get after the quarterback, Let's see if some good things can happen for the Buffalo Bills on Sunday. I am going to take a break real quick. When I come back, we're going to be paying homage. Hang tight. You're listening to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. All right, everybody. Welcome back to this episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Now it's time for our paying homage segment of the show. Like we said, the show is sponsored by our friends at homage.com. You know, this week, uh, again, you kind of take a look at things, this new segment. What is something that makes sense? Sometimes there's something so obvious that just pops out that you think to yourself, okay, yeah, this certainly works. And as I look at it, it was Marv Levy on the microphone, Monday Night Football, firing up the crowd 
asking them where they would rather be than right here, right now, his signature line that he would say before the team, before each and every game. And to see Marv at 97 years old, a Hall of Fame coach for the Buffalo Bills, there with Jim Kelly, again, that opener, people going crazy, right? Week two, Monday night football, just could not be a better setup. And when you talk about Marv Levy, right, last week we talked about Jim Kelly and we knew that he was going to be the legend of the game and what he means to the community and and maybe in the way that, that folks had talked about him in the past, maybe some of that shine had faded a little bit because the Bills have Josh Allen and they, they have that replacement. And maybe some of that had come with Marv Levy too, right? Sean McDermott comes in in 2017, ends the drought immediately wins over a fan base. I mean, of course, listen, any coach, there's going to be certain things that fans are going to question certain moves or certain plays or uh, challenges that they may have. But, you know, I, I think this Bills community still has this undeniable love and appreciation for everything that Marv Levy had meant to the team. The fact that he is still active with the group. I mean, listen, we see pictures on social media Marv still, you know, doing these just fantastic uh, autograph signings, meeting with folks. Uh, Kristen Kimmick, who you guys know, uh, you know, from Twitter, just, uh, you know, she had posted a picture where she had met Coach last week at a, a signing that he had done. Just incredible stuff. And for him at 97 years old to literally get 70 plus thousand people in unison saying that there's nowhere they'd rather be than right here, right now. Uh, that was pretty incredible, you know, and you watch these videos and it's like you get a little jaded over the years. Right. But to say that you watch something like that and you, you kind of got goosebumps as you saw it, I can only imagine what it was like for everybody in the stands that night to be a part of it. So to me, you know, paying homage this week, that goes out to Marv Levy, uh, kind of an additional segment to us. Another guy I want to pay homage to is our very own Nate Geary. Uh, you know, Nate, he is the co-host with Bruce Nolan on Food for Thought. They do that show live on Fridays, drops in podcast form on Saturdays. And of course, all of his great work that he does at WGR 550 AM. But Nate is hosting an event on Friday, September 30th at Thin Man Brewery for his Real Men Wear Pink uh, candidacy. And, you know, this is for the American Cancer Society, a cause very near and dear to my heart to raise money for breast cancer awareness. Nate has talked about himself being a cancer survivor and just how uh, grateful and appreciative he is. But he is doing this event on September 30th. Um, he's gonna have some incredible prizes, a, a lot of friends and followers and members of the Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Sabres media are going to be there. And uh, and honestly, I just, you know, when you talk about paying homage, it's not just about players or former players but people doing some great things in the community. And Nate does a fantastic job with this campaign. Uh, he owns it. He lives it. He walks it. And, you know, for him to pull this event together, I think it's going to be fantastic. So we will be highlighting it on Twitter. He'll be highlighting it, I know, all over everything he does. I will as well. We'll put it out from Buffalo Rumblings, whatever we can do. Um, but just again, there's so many Bills fans that do some great work in the community. Nate is one of those guys. And I think, uh, again, Friday, September 30th at Thin Man Brewery on Elmwood. Uh, that is going to start at 7 p.m. And keep an eye out for more information there. So as we get to the end of it, you know, you think about this week. Big game on Sunday, right? The Bills a five and a half point favorite. Uh, I know some fans getting a little nervous when it comes to the injuries and what may happen. 
too many guys are questionable right now for me to, I guess, be too nervous, right? If Jordan Poyer and Gabe Davis play, yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. If Tim Settle's able to play, we're good. Dawson Knox, awesome. So let's see how some of these things play out before we get too crazy. Uh, I still like the Bills to get the victory in this one. I'm not going to go with a, a score prediction. <laughs> it gets a little old sometimes in the past, but I guess I would say I do like them to cover the spread. Just this offense right now, I don't know that Miami can stop them. And as long as number 17 is out there or number 14 is out there and the offensive line is doing what they do, uh, I like the Bills' chances on Sunday, and I hope that you do too. I'm going to get out of here for now. I always appreciate you guys tuning in. Smash the subscribe button. Just It takes you like two seconds to just give it a hit wherever you are getting your podcast. Do that for me. Check out the YouTube page. Um, but honestly, it's uh, it's great to be heading into week three. It's great to interact with all of you. We appreciate you tuning into all of our shows. I'm going to get out of here for now. But as always, go Bills.